Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Welcome to Mitchell Levy Presents AHA Moments. Mitchell is a thought leader, entrepreneur, and TEDx speaker who helps you think big and lead an authentic life. Each week, Mitchell gives leaders the inspiration they need to make a greater impact and share their genius with the world. Now, here's Mitchell Levy. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and I'm in the midst of doing something really spectacular. In the midst of interviewing 500 humans on their credibility. These are powerful people talking about who they are, what they do, how they relate to the world, who they serve, and it is absolutely worth listening to. You're going to get a really great point of view of who they are. You're going to get ideas and aha moments and how you can present yourself better. I've taken three of those interviews, or six to ten minutes each, taking three of those, combine them to be this episode of Mitchell Review Presents Aha Moments. Uh, please enjoy. If you like it, click on the like button and subscribe to our channel. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to interesting humans from around the planet about who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. And today's guest is Mitzi Purdue, who is the founder and chairman of Win This Fight, WTF, which is to stop human trafficking. She enables wealthy donors to convert high-end jewelry or works of art into cash that they can donate to the anti-trafficking organization of their choice. Mitzi, welcome. Oh, great to be here. Hey, so what is, and by the way, this is going to be different than most anyone else's, but what is your CPOP? What's your customer point of pain? The point of pain, I'm going to imagine that you're my customer. Imagine that you have a charity that suddenly you really, really care about and you don't have the budget to do it this year. I can solve that problem. I love that. Tell, tell me a little bit more. What do you do? We convert tangible property. For example, a work of art, jewelry. We convert it into cash through auctions. And there are two major auctions. One of them will be in, at Sotheby's in the year 2021. And for that, we want huge attention getting donations and we're getting them. The other auction is for the rest of us. And that's lower value items. But the super duper thing about Sotheby's, supposing that you have a million dollar necklace, and this is a real case, and you want to convert it to cash to give it to an anti-trafficking organization that you care about, if you do it through our auction, there will be no commission. Supposing it sells for a million dollars, the entire million dollars goes to the organization you choose. Oh, that's beautiful. So I like that. So you have a nonprofit, the WTF, which is stands out, um, that focuses on anti-trafficking. Tell me why somebody would be interested in that. Uh, obviously, I know why, but... <laughs> One of the worst scourges... I'll start over again. One of the worst scourges in the world is human trafficking. And according to the UN, there are 40 million people who are suffering from this. And that, by the way, is more than all the people who were ever involved in the North Atlantic slave trade centuries ago. So this is ongoing and it's right now and the suffering is incredible, but we have a way of doing something about it. Nice. Ah, it's painful just to listen to it. So tell me, what gives you the credibility to do what you do? 
I guess a whole lifetime of of observation and actually doing it. I've I've done fundraising. How about my whole life? I've also been my whole life very involved with many charities. So I I, I get a lot of experience watching how people raise funds. And what I'm excited about is this is a new source of funds because I'm told that there's there's never been a hundred million dollar challenge like this where we get ultra high net worth people to donate items that are worth a million dollars or more. And so to to finally answer your question of how I'm qualified to do this, how about a certain amount of chutzpah? Uh, that, that works. But you've been involved with charity stuff for forever and you've done these sort of things. And so you've created a, a, a many different ongoing things, but this bigger program you talked about, that sounds pretty impressive. It could have a chance of making a genuine difference in achieving the United Nations goal for 2030 of eliminating human trafficking. And mm. if we make a hundred million, there's a chance that, that not only will there be a lot of money, there will be a lot of attention for the, for the issue. And people feel good when they work on this. We have 348 volunteers right now. And what I hear over and over again is, it's so great to change from, oh, isn't this awful, to, hey, I'm doing something about it. I, I like it. So what, how do you share your credibility? How do people get to learn about you, uh, get to see you? Well, um, I'd love to, if people would come to my website. It's winthisfight.org. But on top of that, I'm a public speaker by trade. And I love doing public speaking. And I probably do 40 or 50 talks a year. And I always talk about this. So I get engagement that way. And then I mentioned that at this moment, we have 348 volunteers. A lot of them are using their social media to spread the word. Social media, speaking, website. I like that. I'm just trying to think about the, the, it's it's important to get the brand out there and get people to see you. Uh, there is another part to, to how this is getting known. And that is the donations that have been coming in, they are so attention getting that the press picks it up. Like PBS is already doing, it's already completed a half hour documentary on this. And the kind of thing that gets their attention is there's a man from Taipei who gave for the for the purposes of the anti-trafficking auction, a 69-carat ruby. Mm. And a 69-carat ruby, is, uh, if you haven't held one in your hand, I bet it's hard to imagine. But imagine a golf ball, and maybe 15% smaller than that. I've heard people estimate that it could be worth $30 million. Well, that kind of story. That's gets- beautiful. Yes. Wow. So, by the way, congratulations on having a vision, having a focus, doing some really great things. If if you're in that position, you're in a position of you you love the cause. It it's obviously, well, you hate the cause. It depends on how you want to look at it, but this is wrong and you want to help and you you have funding that you want to contribute, whether that you know it's assets available or you want to do something that, that Mitzi is talking about. You're going to reach out to Mitzi Purdue. Mitzi, how best do people reach out to you? I wish they'd email me, and they can do it at Mitzi, and Mitzi is spelled M-I-T-Z-I, at 
winthisfight.org. So Mitzi at winthisfight.org. And of course, you can go to winthisfight.org and read about, read about the organization there. And Mitzi, thanks so much for sharing your credibility with us today. Pure joy to be part of this. And, and guys, thanks for joining us. Please click on the like button. It's, by the way, even though this is a, a negative topic, it's, it's, a, it's still something you could, you could hit the light on because Mitzi's doing amazing things with it. So click on the like button, share with your friends, and we'll see you at the next episode of Thought Leader Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Bye. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet about who they are or what they do, essentially their credibility. Today's guest is Rick McPartland, who is a lifelong evangelist committed to sharing the power of revenue science to any company that wants to achieve short-term survival and the long-term growth of sales and profits to achieve success. Rick, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Man, I, I just so loved our green room conversation and who you are as a human. I'm looking forward to this interview Hey, tell me, what is your CPOP? What's your customer point of pain? Our customer's point of pain is how do I continually, uh, intentionally, always create more sales and profits, no matter what's going on? In today's world with the rapid changing, for those people who have seen my first TED Talk, I've got a, another three lined up, but it, it, it's, it's, the world's changing so dramatically right. um, that – we need systems and approaches like yours. Tell me more. What do you do? Well, I'm a revenue science evangelist. And what that really means is we're out, revenue science is the context for business. Revenue science is what will create long-term business health. And if you think about medical science, that works for humans. But we need the same kind of discipline and scientific background for companies. So that when you get up in the morning, you run your company, you understand that certain things are supported by the science and make your world better, and other things add to your cost of chaos and make your margin disappear, and your customer really wonder what your value proposition is. So what we do is bring that science, teach people how to master it, deploy it, and continuously improve it. Got it. So you're actually telling them how to make the fishing pole and then how to use the fishing pole to catch the fish and then to cook it. Absolutely. And part of it is people are working their butts off, but if they don't understand the context, they're almost always working on the wrong stuff. And so science helps us understand the difference between dumb stuff and the right stuff. God, I love that. Dumb stuff creates what we call the, the cost of the chaos to produce revenue. And the cost of chaos for a B2B company is someplace between 20 and 40% of the top line. So if you're a $10 million company hand over fist, you're throwing away two to 4 million. And all that does is hold down your growth and erode your margin. Mm. Okay, that was simple and elegant. Thank you. Tell me, what gives you the credibility to do what you do? Well, there's a number, you know, number of things. We've been studying this for 40 years. We started <laughs> way back when quality was just getting started 
the lean Six Sigma theory of constraints type thing. And the question for me was, I grew up in manufacturing, was if we can manage a supply chain that's global with millions of people in it, why can't we manage sales and marketing? And so 40 years later, we've experimented and deployed this. And fortunately, we're funded by places like Johnson & Johnson and Siemens and Phillips and Ernst and & Young. And we were all of those places for years. And they were the people who helped refine the intellectual property. They deployed it and executed around it. And then the last 20 years, we've taken it to mid-sized companies because they're so much more excited because it's their company, their job, they feel it. So that's, that's where it came from. I love it. It's, it's kind of the PhD in the school of hard knocks, but with a lot of really nice brands that you got to shape the system with. That's right. Yeah. My, my degrees are accounting, IT and management. And those are the disciplines that are required. If you can apply revenue science, all of those disciplines are required. So it gives you a really good foundation. Nice. And, and how do you go about sharing your credibility? How do people get to, to see you, become aware of you? Well, of course, website. But I, do, I speak to someplace between 2,000 and 10,000 CEOs a year uh, and have, if you go to the website, hundreds of posts, hours and hours of blogs, uh, webinars, uh, all that type of thing. So we're very active in evangelizing the science because it costs nothing to do the thing right. And when you do it wrong, it costs a fortune. We want people to do it right. I'm telling you, I, I, I love this interview. I'm looking forward to our continued conversations. If Let me do it a couple of different ways. If, if you're not managing chaos appropriately, you may feel like you do, but you're leaving money on the table. Right. If you're somehow self-sabotaging the business and even not necessarily even knowing that, or if you know there's a science to sales and marketing similar to the science in the supply chain and you haven't quite figured that out yet, you're going to want to reach out to Rick McFarland. Rick, how best, I'm sorry, McParland, Parlin, um, how best can people reach out to you? Well, the single best way is our website, and that's www.therevenuegame.com. And that has phone numbers and everything on it. And, you know, uh, we're very findable on Google and those kinds of places. So LinkedIn uh, connected with seven or 8,000 people. So we're pretty easy to find. Beautiful. Rick, thanks so much for sharing your credibility with us today. My pleasure. And it was as much fun as I hoped it would be. Oh, that's, by the way, thanks for watching the shows. And the first thing Rick said, which was beautiful, uh, Mitchell, I only have one expectation. I want to see if I can have as much fun as it appears like you're having. And so I'm glad you did. <laughs> hey, thanks again, Rick. And thanks for joining us. If, if you like what you heard, please click on the like button, share with your friends, and we'll see you at the next episode of Thought of Your Life. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, essentially their credibility. Today's guest is Jeff Hire Jones. He is the president of Spark Evolve Consulting. Jeff's helped small to mid-sized businesses plan strategically for the future 
and simplify processes so they can grow efficiently and effectively. Jeff, welcome. Hey, Mitchell. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thanks. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Of course. Hey, could you tell me what is your customer point of pain? What is your CPOP? Really, for my organization, we help business owners and leadership uh, teams who are not getting the results that they that they expect. And there are many companies who are not hitting their results for so many different reasons. Tell me a little bit more. What do you do? So really, we go in and help uh, these leadership teams and business owners look at what's going on in the marketplace. You know, what's going on? Do, are there new entrances to the marketplace? Are they having profitability challenges, challenges meeting customer expectations? And we really go in and work with them to identify what those root causes are and help them figure out how to, how to solve them. So in many times, so is your, is, is your client coming to you and say, we're stuck, uh, figure it out? Or are they saying, we have a problem in this area? And then you're trying to figure out if that's really just the symptom or the root cause? Oftentimes, it's they're stuck and they know they need help with something. Or they might be telling symptoms, hey, we need these three things, right? And a lot of what we do is go in and, and really help diagnose that on is that the symptom or the root cause and how could we help them work through that with, with their teams? I, I love just this level of conversation. So many people don't talk this way and, and just cause you see something doesn't mean that's the problem. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Similar to like, you know, when people go on Google to self diagnose, issues before they go to see the doctor you know it's kind of the similar type thing i uh yeah let's not get into that one because <laughs> <laughs> i have family members like too many different stories i could tell about that um, so what gives you the credibility to do what you do really in all my time in in corporate america i've helped organizations uh solve probably in excess of five thousand problems uh, just similar to these, right, where there's a particular symptom or challenge that we were having as an organization. And, you know, part of my role was to help diagnose it and figure out how do we close that gap? You know, what's the challenge that we were in getting the right team and folks together to, to figure that out? And, well, in looking at your background, you, you were able to, to be an executive at a large insurance company and in, you were in the type of role that would just have purview to all these different elements, these different functions in companies. So you must have seen a, a, a large number of diverse issues. Most definitely. I mean, I've been in sales organizations, legal and compliance, uh, back office functions you know, call centers and whatnot, and a lot of diversity in the challenges in, in running a, a large business, you know, across all of those, those verticals that you can, that you can imagine. I've probably seen it at some point. And so a simple question, I find this to be true, but regardless of the vertical, when somebody has a problem, that problem root causing, it, it's all, to me, I find it all very similar, even though everyone says it's different. It, there's, Okay, you're seeing that too. Oh yeah, there's a lot of commonality, you know, in the threads. The the problems might have a slightly different flavor to all of them, but you know, ultimately there's a lot of the same threads that you see across all those functional areas. 
Got it. I hear you. Thanks. That, that's, that was great. So tell me, how do you share your credibility? How do you, your go-to-market strategy, how, how do people actually see you? A lot of what I do is on LinkedIn, uh, since I work directly with other businesses. And then the, the biggest thing in my business, you know, consulting is really a relationship-driven business. So a lot of my uh, business comes through referrals, word of mouth, and, you know, meeting people where they're at, you know, and understanding what their challenges are and always just trying really to add value first you know, before working with any prospect and, and trying to sell a particular consulting service is, you know, sometimes there's small things you can share that can have a big impact. And, and people, quite frankly, might not need your services for that particular issue that they were coming in. And I find that oftentimes that gives you immediate credibility with folks, you know, when you're not immediately selling a service to someone just because there's an opportunity, you know, even when it, it might not feel right for you as the the consultant. Jeff, you just you just were ringing my bells left and right. It 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 comes down to servant leadership. It comes down to doing good to others. It comes down to saying no when somebody says, "Can you can you help me?" Well, no, you don't really need me. And and what happens? It's the Chris Kringle approach to doing business, and it's actually absolutely beautiful. And so listen, if you're, if you're listening to this and you're running, running a business, small entrepreneur, mid-sized company, and you're stalled somewhere and you're stuck and you're not really sure where, but you want somebody to come in to help figure out, diagnose, and then ultimately fix, you want to reach out to Jeff Hire Jones. Jeff, what is the best way for people to reach out to you? Best way is uh, email info at sparkevolve.com or our website, which is www.sparkevolve.com. Oh, beautiful. Jeff, thanks for sharing your credibility with us today. Thank you so much, Mitchell. Oh, absolutely. My pleasure. And, and for those watching, if you like what you heard, please click on the like button, share with your friends, and we'll see you at the next episode of Thought of Your Life. Take care, everybody. Bye now. This is Mitchell Levy, the AHA guy from AHA That. To learn more about Thought Leader Life, go to thoughtleaderlife.com. And to learn more about creating and sharing your AHA moments, go to ahathat.com slash author, where you can also find a link to book a strategy call. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.